Thank you so much for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And you guys, before we start today's episode, I, first off, I'm so excited for our guest today, but we're actually going to start with a uh, shout out to our top listening countries. Today, I'm interviewing Karine Chambers-Saney, the CEO of Diva Cup, and she has an international company, and it really inspired me to shout out our international listeners. I've been watching our statistics climb. We are listened to in over 60 countries around the world, 64 to be specific. And I really want to extend my gratitude. I'm actually recording this on Thanksgiving day. And so I'm feeling extra grateful, extra thankful. (laughs) And so um, I just want to give a shout out to the people in Europe and North America, Asia, and beyond who are listening. So our top nine listening countries are obviously number one, the United States. Thanks guys. Love ya. And um, also the United Kingdom, Australia, the Republic of Korea. I would love to know who's listening in from there. (laughs) We also have a lot of Canadian listeners. Thank you from Spain, from Hungary, France, and Sweden. In that order, you guys are the top listening countries to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. So thank you so much. If you are one of the people listening in from another country, please let me know. I would love to thank you personally. I have no idea how you heard of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, but I am truly honored that you spend time tuning in, listening, whether it was your favorite guest that was an interviewee, Um, or however you found this podcast, I am eternally grateful for that because it's been so much fun to share this information and share my heart with you guys. And one other thing that I'd like to shout out before we uh, get started in this interview today is the winners of our Diva Cup giveaway. So on Monday, I shared an excellent episode around periods, cycles, and seasons. And It's a really great uh, episode for anybody who's interested in getting back into our natural flow states. And in that episode, I announced our Diva Cup giveaway. So Kareen and her team agreed to offer uh, two Diva Cups and a Diva Cup wash. And so you guys have been participating and entering and sharing uh, which prize you would prefer. And so we have three prizes to give away. So the first uh, winner is Agata S., Thank you so much for participating and sharing. Our second winner is Robin S. Thank you again. And our third winner is Jessica B. So you guys will be getting your Diva Cups and Diva Washes respectfully. Um, I'll be sending those out. And just wanted to, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing this information and for being willing to expand the awareness around menstrual poverty and menstrual, like, uh, the shaming that goes on around it. I talk a lot about that in uh, Monday's episode, uh, the cycles, seasons, and periods. So be sure to tune in there and then enjoy today's episode with Kareen Chambers-Sandy. She is the CEO and co-founder of Diva International Inc., a multinational corporation that manufactures the Diva Cup, a popular menstrual care product sold in over 40,000 retail outlets across 29 countries worldwide. This is truly an international conversation, a global conversation. And in the last five years, Kareen has led Diva Cup to triple digit growth. The company ranked 138 on the 2018 Growth 500 list. She has also won EY's Entrepreneur of the Year Award and EY's Special Citation Award for Industry Distributor and 
Island was honored as one of Canada's top 40 under 40. Chambers Saney, a graduate of Wilfrid Lawyer University, always knew that she wanted to follow in her mother's footsteps, both as an entrepreneur and an advocate for women's health. In 2003, Karine and her mother, Francine, founded Diva, becoming industry distributors with their revolutionary product, an alternative to disposables. Today, Karine is a recognized industry leader fighting for menstrual equality and the elimination of period poverty through Diva's philanthropic arm, Diva Cares. So thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to have you. Please share a little bit about yourself and how you got started in this company. Well, our story really starts back to my mother, Francine, as a 13-year-old girl, and she was super sporty and active, and she really felt like her freedom and her life changed when she had her period, and uh, especially with the bulky products of the time, and she actually dreamt of this concept since she was 13 years old and was is thinking, there's got to be a better way, a better way, and she wanted always had this vision to, that she could help um, women around the world with with this concept. Like, this would be really revolutionary. So this mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, she's 13. What does she really know? She's kind of thinking of this idea in the back of her mind for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And it was when I was 14, she discovered that this concept exists. And it's yeah. been around since the 1930s. Wow. And so she was actually so excited when she found out that this existed but then she was like well how come nobody knows about this concept and it's completely unknown and and then she was really angry that this didn't exist she's like well I guess I'm gonna have to do something about this yeah so she began um the next 10-year journey really promoting some of the earlier versions of this concept and really dedicating her life to that. And so she really has been a pioneer in this industry. This was in 92 that she Mm -hmm. started in menstrual cups. Mm -hmm. And in 2001, when I graduated from university, we decided that this concept really needed a a makeover. And it was time to modernize it because, I mean, today's woman isn't really comfortable using something that looks like it should be used to clean the toilet or <laughs> toilet plunge your your, um, yeah. your bathroom. So it was, we took it upon ourselves to really modernize the concept, find the, the top quality medical silicone. Um, the best manufacturer product is still made in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we, we, redesigned it and just modernized it. And we started this incredible almost 20 year journey now to promote and really revolutionize the menstrual care industry. Yeah. And I, I see that you've been, you know, at it since 2003, but there's been a lot of growth in the last five years. So what has really shifted from then to now? Well, I think just to back up a little bit, how we started was like we our vision was to have it on shelf we knew that in order for people to take this option seriously they needed to see it as a real option that tampons pads cups and that just wasn't there so that was our dream but 
when we started trying to go to these retailers in the very beginning, we had basically every single door slammed in our face and we were laughed out of boardrooms. And most of the buyers were actually gray haired men. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't (laughs) understand the need for the product. They didn't see why would we change this category? There really hasn't been any innovation in this category for decades. And we started that journey and really quickly felt deflated and questioned if we could even do this. And, um, but we just, we kept each other focused and we said, okay, this didn't work. Let's go back to the drawing board. And we found that uh, the, the natural products industry was more receptive, especially with the environmental benefits of the product and, and not exposing the body to chemicals and bleaches and the off gases from those products into the body. So it's a really great, more, much more natural solution. So we started in that industry and, and found success. We built the company to a multi-million dollar company within five years and that was that was pretty amazing. We were getting traction for the product, and over the years, we just we always tried to be as professional as we could, and we didn't want anyone to know we were like running this operation from my parents' basement. <laughs> so you know, we we did a lot of trade shows, and then finally in two thousand twelve, we had a great opportunity. We had been really trying to ramp up. We had built our team. We started bringing in more senior people to help us build the distribution. So one of our, I would say, defining moments and opportunities that we had was this incredible opportunity for Times Square Jumbotron ad. And Carnival Cruise had dropped out of the ad space. One of their ships sank and they had to like take all their ads off. And the girl that was running that... Uh, ad space was a diva cup fan and she called us out of the blue and she was just like I have this opportunity I think it would be great you guys have to do this and it was like more money than we had spent on anything ever it was like sixty thousand dollars but it was a full year and it was 24 hours a day and it was just like an incredible opportunity. And we took that chance and we're like, we have to do this, even though we had like no distribution, but something in our gut intuition said, we've got to do this. So we did this ad and sure enough, that's how we landed our first national distribution deal because the buyer for the largest Canadian drugstore chain, Shoppers Drug Mart was in New York and saw this Jumbotron ad in Times Square and then saw all of our other strategic advertising. And then our sales team was kind of at our door and it was like, finally, someone said, yes, I'll take it. I'll bring in the product, let's test it out. And it ended up doing really well, which Mm -hmm. was also, I think because we had built up enough of a following for for over 10 years before that, that um, that that it was actually selling and we were promoting it and that's what kind of started the ball rolling so they came on in 2014 yeah or 2013 2014 around then and then from there we started getting CVS and we started getting the American chains were following 
And mm-hmm. we just spent so much energy and time really building the distribution with the sole purpose to make sure that this concept is readily available for every person who menstruates. And it's just something that is not a strange thing. It's something that's completely normal that you would find on any drugstore shelf. Yes. I love, I love the way that you guys are normalizing it. Number one, um, and just really making it such an available product. Like, and the way you said it about being on the shelf was pads, tampons, cups, like just another option, not, um, something like, what is this? You know, it's much more mainstream. It's much more of a normal thing. And, um, I really, really love that because I'm seeing more people talk about it on social media as well. So it's definitely becoming more mainstream by the minute. And, you know, you mentioned, um, it it was very subtle, but how having a great idea is different than having a great business plan, (laughs) 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 which, um, you know, you have this product for nearly 10 years and still trying to get in, get in, get into different distributors and, um, different shelves, but what kept you going in the front 10 years? to where it really started to break for you, really started to um, double and triple for you? Well, we really, we did experience pretty substantial growth, even in the early days. And we just like, we worked so hard and we just did not give up. I mean, we faced so many obstacles along the way. And even just from a regulatory standpoint, Um, Our product is a class two medical device. We had to go through ISO certification. Um, We had to go through all the FDA audits, Health Canada audits, and globally around the world too. So it's been something that we've put a lot of energy in. But I just, I think to answer your question, our passion and drive for this concept was so fierce and so strong. And I think I've heard this twice recently, and this really resonated with me that if you have that feeling where like, it just feels like you have to do this, Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the universe just nudging you and saying like, this is meant for you. This is meant, I mean, I'm sure a lot of other people probably even tried doing this over the years and it just didn't really get anywhere. But this was like part of our calling to do this. And it just didn't matter what happened. We knew we couldn't give up, even though everything that was happening was kind of telling us you probably should throw in the towel and this isn't going to work. And then you have your negative self-talk going and then it's just so hard and you're exhausted and you're burnt out and just all of it. So the only thing, like when I really think back about it is that, you know, we were just have are so passionate and still to this day, so passionate about how this product can really have solved so many problems around the world. Yeah. And that's what keeps us going. That's what still keeps us going. Yeah. It's so amazing. And what would you say to a listener who, you know, may have an idea, a dream on their heart and they, like you said, it's many people have these ideas, but they don't actually 
put the pen to paper or get moving on their idea, what would you say to somebody? Because I love what you did say about it's meant for you. If it's your idea, it's meant for you. It's meant to follow through on. What would you say to someone who's still in that, that starter mode, that idea mode? I think absolutely listen to your intuition. And if you cannot stop thinking about this and you know that this is something that can, can help people or can, you know, have a lot of, a lot of opportunity or meaning. And even if you look at Simon Sinek's work, like the why, start with why asking, why do you want to do this? When you have a mission, like it can't just be, well, I want to make some money. Right. You know, a lot of times those things don't work because everyone's mm-hmm. chasing, you're chasing an empty thing just to make money. It's so much more than that. You have to be passionate. You have to feel it. You have to have that motivation. And if you can really feel that you have that with your idea, then it will work. You just have to be realistic about the goals. Don't expect it to happen overnight, but be willing to put that time in and you will see the results. And and that's kind of what we saw is that we put, we put effort and we'd see some results. And then maybe sometimes we go backwards a little bit because we ran into some challenges and then we would say, okay, well, how do we deal with this? And then here's our options. And, you know, what are we going to do? And then, you know, we take some steps forward and take action and then we would move forward again a little bit. So it was always kind of like two or three steps forward, one step back. And then we kind of continued that way. And, and just understanding that that's part of business. That's part of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that grit that people talk about that you have to have is that, that you cannot let those things hold you back or stop you from, from staying focused on your dream. And you just have yeah. to stay focused on that. And eventually you see the momentum and that's really motivating when you get that. And then all of a sudden it just starts to snowball. And that's really what happened with us. And we really did notice that at like the 10, 11 year mark. I know that's a long time for people, but for us, that was what it really took um, because we were really paving something completely unknown and new Mm -hmm. and now it's just really exploding and we're just seeing this incredible, incredible thing unfold. Yeah. It's so fun to listen to you talk about it being 10, 15, 20 years into your work and how many people aspiring entrepreneurs quit after one, two, and three years because things aren't looking how they want. They can see that full vision, right? Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you said about the difference between like a, a great idea and then having back-end distribution. Um, I even saw this for myself in year three of entrepreneurship where, you know, I had written a book, I have the podcast going, I have this great Facebook group, and there were these big pieces but I hadn't really connected the dots that if more people were to come flooding to my business, I didn't know how I would be able to serve them all. And so I wasn't really actually set up for success to set up for scaling. And it sounds like you really, really put the focus and the effort on building the back end too, which I love 
interviewing CEOs and entrepreneurs and people who are really doing it because people who are listening in are dreaming about really doing it, but don't understand why it's not being done. (laughs) Or, you know, and especially in, in today's social media world where influencers seem to have it, it, it looks like success is overnight. And we all know that that's truly not the case. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's incredible. And I love some of the insights that you've been bringing to the interview, just sharing how the persistence, the consistency, the passion, the determination is what's really moved you through into your success. And speaking of the success part, you mentioned the difference that it's made all over the world. What's been your most inspiring moments in seeing the difference that Diva Cup has made? I mean, I could never pick like one or two moments. I I feel like it's something that we live every day. And just for example, when I won this award two nights ago, um, when I heard the, you know, the cheering in the room and like, I don't think the other categories got that same response. And I, I really believe it's because that that was a lot. There was a lot of users in the room that just loved the product. And I had women running up to me afterwards and saying, like, I was literally cheering and, you know, chanting your name before when they were about to announce the winner because your product has changed my life. And, you know, I used to have really heavy flows and not be able to, you know, have freedom and when I was on my period and, or, you know, this product is just so important for the environment and, and all these different stories and aspects of stories. And we continually hear this every day. What a game changer that a menstrual cup and the diva cup has really provided. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, there's just so many great stories along the way. We've even had like, people written songs for Viva Cup and poems. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the most rewarding things too is um, like Nadia Okamoto who founded period.org and Melindy of Diva Day. I mean, there's actual organizations that were started because they tried the Diva Cup and it inspired them to do something and to start helping more people. And I just, I mean, I love those stories even more. And we work with a lot of different organizations mm-hmm. through our uh, corporate social responsibility, Diva Cares. Mm-hmm. And actually our real passion project is really f- coming to fruition with um, a documentary that's being released very soon. It's premiering at our world premiere is at the Whistler Film Festival wow. in two weeks and the beginning of December. So the film's called Pandora's Box, and Mm -hmm. it's all about these stories around the world and a lot of U.S. focus as well and and the prison system and legislative um, issues, but also good news stories too and just this whole movement that's related to gender equality is uh, the menstrual equity movement that's happening. And really, we, we've been working for years to address a lot of the issues around menstrual equity and help to contribute to ending period poverty, which is 
really prevalent today. And I still am shocked at how many people don't even know what that is. But it's just I was going to say, do you do you mind um, kind of giving us a little bit of information about that and how like period poverty and how we can get involved? Absolutely. So our website, Diva Cares, actually has a lot of information and um, we're working on getting the listing of how you can get involved. There's so many organizations, period is a great organization. There's many, many organizations and, and different chapters um, globally, actually, that are doing this kind of work. So you can find out more information there. But what's happening is that menstrual care products are very expensive. And if you can't afford food, it's likely that you can't afford period supplies. And that really hinders, especially younger girls, their ability to go to school, their ability to feel confident, Mm -hmm. um, their ability to have the same chances that a boy would have. Mm-hmm. that's just something that we've always felt was really unfair. And it was something that we knew the Diva Cup does provide a solution that can help in that area. So we donate uh, at least 15,000 cups a year, supporting over 180,000 periods. Wow. And we work with, uh, on a lot of education initiatives and, mm-hmm initiatives to help to continue these conversations and Mm -hmm. to help to break down the taboos and to educate. I mean, most people still don't even understand how a woman's body works. And (laughs) in many places around the world, including the U.S. and Canada, many girls don't know that they're going to get their period or why it's happening and all of that. So there's just, uh, there's a lot of work to be done. And we're proud that we're part of this movement. Mm-hmm. I totally love it because you're so right. And on Monday's episode, we talk all about the menstrual cycle and we're in the middle of the sex and intimacy series. It was so exciting to have you on. I have to say, I sent this email. I'm like, here goes. And we'll see. I, you know, especially in bigger companies, you never know if you're going to be able to truly get through. And it's, it's such a pleasure to get to share you, your purpose, your product with the world. And also inside of the actual educational conversation, not just like, Hey, this is a cool commercial idea, but truly like you're making a difference in the world and educating people about how their body works, providing young women and any women actually, or anybody who gets their period is just that they truly can, they don't have to stop their days. They don't have to stop their schedule. They don't have to stop their life and can really um, thrive no matter what. So it's just really inspiring and it's really fun to have you on. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, I have a few more questions for you just wrapping up here, but, um, I love asking the question to my, uh, uh, guest, what does it look like for Kareen's heart to be unleashed? That's such an interesting question. I've spent the last few years really asking myself that question. It started about five years ago and I'm not sure what sparked it, but I think we'd been in such a mode of growing and growing and working and working. And I I was, frankly, I was burnt out. I also became a mother. I had two kids within like a year of each other Mm -hmm. and that presented a lot of challenges. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, 
am I still passionate about this? And, and I was just, I was really burnt out at that time um, when I started that, but I'm grateful for that time because it also allowed me to start a kind of spiritual journey that's really helped me ask those questions and, and what, what fills my cup and what, um, what unleashes my heart, like you said. And what came out of that is this beautiful journey about really having such a bigger focus in the company on the philanthropy side. All these projects have really come out of that. So um, as difficult as that time was for me, it's really created a new energy for me because you get to a point, it's like you've sold so many products and that's kind of not as exciting anymore. It's exciting, not because you're selling products. It's exciting because you're changing people's lives. Yeah. But I just had to do that work. And then when, when that started to snowball, I realized that we could change more people's lives. And that's just one piece of it. The product Mm -hmm. is kind of part of the solution, but there's so many fundamental issues around menstruation that in almost 2020 still need to be addressed. And these conversations need to happen. And I think Pandora's box, the film will really create a lot of those great conversations and help to continue normalizing menstruation and breaking down those stigmas. Yeah, you're really speaking my language now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love, I just, well, thank you for sharing your own personal journey about what it would look like for your heart to be unleashed. There's so much inside of your answer. And something that I heard that most people who haven't gone all the way through and stuck with their entrepreneurship or go through a rough time and persist is like when we start building a business, it's usually naturally just the times we're raised in building a business comes from a masculine type of energy, right? The go, 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 do, 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 hustle, get out there, push, push the product, push the service. And it sounds like about five years ago when you had that shift and you began your spiritual journey, you really shifted from like hustle or force into flow, which like, you know, yeah. um, beautifully. Because I, yeah. it totally is that. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I actually wrote down goosebumps as a note here. Cause like you were telling a couple different pieces and I just had to tell like make the way you're making a difference and from a heart centered space, but you truly did. Yeah. Stepped into the flow of what's available and really began enjoying it. And, and naturally behind that comes the shift about, it's not about the product or service. It's about the impact and the legacy and the true, like the fact that we as humans are evolving and the way of the past it may not be up to date. It may not serve us anymore. And there are better solutions and better solutions for more people. And it's just so great to hear that from you and to share that with this audience. Um, I wanted to ask a few technical questions about the Diva Cup as far as like helping everybody. Can all women, can everybody use this product? Generally, they can. I would say it works for, you know, 99% of 
uh, people who menstruate. But every woman is different. Every body is different. And it's really trial and error and finding the right solution. And sometimes it's a combination of solutions. Yeah. But we do have a lot more information. We've, we've spent a lot of time creating videos and content and, yeah. and um, blogs, a lot of blogs. Like pelvic health is a big issue today, especially I noticed in my own body once I had children yeah. that, you know, every, everything did change. And I was starting to have some challenges with using the Diva Cup. It didn't work exactly how it used to. So mm-hmm. that was a cue that I needed to do more pelvic pelvic health work. And yeah. um, that's been having a great, but I highly recommend everyone going, especially once you've had children, even before to go mm-hmm. see a pelvic health physiotherapist, I love that. Um, which is a kind of a new up and coming um, field, but so critical. And actually in England, all women who give birth automatically see uh, pelvic health physiotherapist. Cause it's not like, Oh, do your Kegels. There's yeah. so much more to it than that. Yeah. And that whole pelvic floor and the way women carry stress in their bodies, like it, mm-hmm. it, it impacts that. So it's, it's super important. Thank you for introducing that. That's awesome. Also too, I want you to just tell us a little bit more about the Pandora's box. So it's coming up in, in a film festival. So it's not something that we can watch yet. Right. Not quite yet. So we're about, we're doing the film festival. We have the world and Canadian premiere is at the Whistler film festival in January where we can't announce it quite yet, but we'll be premiering in our American premiere. And then we'll have more details coming as to where the distribution will be. That's all kind of in the works with our distributor E1 right now. But information's coming soon. And if you're interested to learn more, our website is pandorasboxthefilm.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and all your favorite social channels. Uh, I think Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. So if you follow, um, follow the film, follow our journey, you'll find out where you can see it and when it's going to be available for in theaters and streaming and other festivals. And so Mm -hmm. we're pretty excited about it. Heck yeah. And yeah, I'm excited about it too. I really love, I chose to do the sex and intimacy series to continue educating adults mostly (laughs) because, you know, I know kids are getting a bit of education and that's even shifting, but a much more in-depth conversation about what you mentioned about the taboo topics or the topics that, you know, are deemed gross or inappropriate, or, you know, like we don't need to talk about that. Um, Or just people that like, parents that are uneducated that don't have the means to educate their children. And so it's just such a great opportunity to have you on. And so just thank you so much. Where can, where can our listeners follow Diva Cup, follow you, get to get to know the company more? Yeah. So you can check us out at uh, divacup.com on social media at the Diva Cup. And my personal um, LinkedIn, find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. My Instagram handles Karine, C-A-R-I-N-N-E dot Chambers dot Awesome. Follow our journey. We've got lots on the go. 
Yeah. Um, and you know what? I don't want to forget to say, because um, I think I read it in the instructions and I heard it in a, when I was researching, is to keep with it, like try it for, you know, three to four periods and really get a feel for it. So I want to, because that, that made a difference when I heard it on a review is, you know, if it doesn't work the first time, don't give up on it. Give it a few tries. So thank you so much for being with us, Karine. You're making such a difference in the world and it's just really great to share your unleashed heart yeah, with us. Thanks so much. And definitely to your point, stick with it. Yeah. And one of the things we really pride ourselves on is our our world-class customer care team. They're so experienced. They're so amazing. So if you do try it and you've got questions, please reach out to our team. That's awesome. Thank you so much for offering that and affirming that you guys are here for us as well. So, and thank you listeners. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that today inspired you, educated you and get you really excited to go grab your own Diva Cup. Thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 